Hey guys, and welcome back to the Feenstra Zoo. My name is Spencer Feenstra, the host and creator of the zoo. I'm here just to talk to you about things that are on my mind and on my heart. I hope you'll enjoy the show. If you do, please check us out on all social medias at The Feenstra Zoo. Thanks, guys. Hope you enjoy the show. Zookeepers, what's up? Good morning. Wake up and get some coffee, unless you're listening to this at evening or night, in which case, how is your coffee? Would you like another cup? Always. Today, again, we are joined by the lovely Shalane, my beautiful wife. Just want to basically jump right in here. We've got very little housekeeping, as we took quite the hiatus. So, uh, yeah, basically, thank you again to the sponsor of this season, BetterHelp Online Therapy, uh, world's largest 100% online therapy service. Um, get matched with your vetted and fully licensed therapist um, you can text, video chat, or talk on the phone, whatever you want. Uh, best of all, there's no appointment needed, so please go and check them out for incredibly affordable and fantastic therapy, and find them at betterhelp.com forward slash thefeenstrazoo. But enough housekeeping, let's get to the good stuff. <laughs> If you're anything like me, and I'm willing to bet you are in this instance, you have more than likely messed up and done something stupid in, the, in your past. I know I have. Maybe you've hurt your partner or your family. Maybe you've broken the law. Maybe you've broken yourself. Maybe you're just disappointed with what, how your life has ended up. Whatever it is, don't worry. I'm not taking an Instagram poll. You don't have to raise your hand. Simply making the point that we are all imperfect creatures. Don't believe me? Check out the Bible. There's some great stuff in there. See Romans 3, uh, verse 23. Basically, the point that I want to make today is that we don't need to be eternally weighed down by our past failings or shortcomings. Or put another way, there is a distinct difference between guilt and shame. Ooh. Yeah. To lay it out pretty black and white here, guilt is the understanding that you've done something wrong and you've made a bad choice. Shame is believing that what we are is wrong. Guilt says that I should not have done that. I recognize that I did that but shame is basically saying that I'm unable to be loved or accepted or to overcome what I have done guilt and shame come from completely different spirits see the, the first guilt comes from a place of correction and knowledge as a parent I have had the honor and responsibility of teaching my daughters how to be good people. And I don't always get it right on either side of the equation. But when the girls mess up lately, as of writing this, it was stealing treats or hiding <laughs> things in their beds for after they've gone to bed. And Shalane and I have to look for two things when we confront the girls. One, 
their honesty and remorse or guilt for their actions and how much of either of these things the girls show will directly reflect on what type of consequence that we deal out. This is what I mean by, by knowledge and correction. E even though that wrong has been done, I want my girls to understand that what they did is wrong and why they did it. But at the end of it all, I just want more than anything for my girls to know that they're loved by Shalane and I and know that they're forgiven and that we can move forward. Nothing to worry about for past mistakes once the situation is dealt with. Yes, exactly. On the flip side of this, there, there's also the spirit of shame. Okay, It's a painful feeling of regret, self-hate, dishonor. It's oppressive and indicative of depression. It is that unshakable voice in your head saying that I'm not good enough. Constantly reminding you of your faults, constantly reminding you of your shortcomings. It's the inability to move forward with your life because shame keeps you stuck in the past. It puts on your shoulders that you might as well be Atlas, you know, carrying the world on your back. It's unbearable and it's unsustainable. No one can carry the spirit with them and stay sane. It's an unwanted addiction that has never given us anything but pain. By holding on to the shame and not moving forward, it's it's honestly it's like a slow suicide. But as adults, it can be incredibly difficult to move forward from a place of shame to a place of guilt, and then from guilt to freedom. How can we do that? A simple word, but can be incredibly painful and difficult concept, is to forgive yourself. Forgiveness is basically magic. It wants... Now, it will allow all sorts of amazing things in your life, including but not limited to freedom. You know, freedom of the spirit, of the mind, freedom of self-doubt, freedom from self-hate. It would be great to wake up in the morning and be content with the person you are. Not because you're perfect, but because you have learned from your mistakes. You've forgiven yourself from anything from the past. Look, none of us are perfect. All of us struggle with personal doubt, and we all see ourselves in the worst lights because we know the things we've done in our past. We have no secrets from ourselves, but we don't do ourselves any favors by holding on to those dark secrets or our per perceived failures. Doing that only causes ourselves to doubt who we are, and it robs up robs us of our joy from today. Think of it this way. There's two big boxes. Fill one with all the negative emotions and bad memories and things that you hold against yourself. Fill the second box with joy, forgiveness, good emotions and positive emotions and positive attitude. Here's the problem. Both of these boxes are big. You can only pick up one at a time. What we need is to make the conscious decision to pick up the right box. 
See, what what we give our attention to, that's who you're going to become. If you focus on being a negative, self-hating, miserable person, guess what? You're not going to be headlining a comedy tour anytime soon. But luckily, this principle works both ways. It won't happen overnight, but if you actively choose to be a, an easy and happy person, you cheer, choose to learn from your mistakes instead of holding on to them, you choose daily to be a person of peace, eventually you'll be that person of peace. If you choose to free yourself from your chains, from your judgment, Slowly but surely, you'll become the person that you are meant to be. Now, we had a conversation a while ago, Shalane and I, about this weird concept that I don't quite understand. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I think it fits into this topic. Actually, I think you and Chris were talking about it when she was out here, what started it, was mom guilt. How, you know, you don't feel like you're doing everything you can when you, like, take personal time during the day. That's a normal uh, topic of conversation between us, <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, how does that fit into th this concept? You know, like, does it fit into, like, guilt? Or is it just perceived slight? Or is it, like... Are you feeling shame for yourself? Like, I don't understand this being a dad. No, it's not. It doesn't fall under shame. Um, and I don't think, at least in our dynamic of our relationship, that you would experience it because you are the fun parent. <laughs> Which is probably why... When you heard us talk about it, um, it makes sense too because that's something that I just don't. She get has it. to be. She has to be both parents, right? right? So essentially, mom guilt is we are really good at giving everyone or wanting everyone to have everything they could possibly want. It doesn't matter what it is, if we can get it, or do it, or give it, we want to. And then some. So for us to, you know, there's always like the memes and that kind of thing where, you know, um, we'll buy our kids like $80 of pairs of shoes and we haven't bought like new underwear or new socks <laughs> in eight years. <laughs> That's like the prime... Like, that's it. You know, we will spend the money, we will do the things, we will stay up late creating whatever needs to be created, or, you know, eight hours on birthday cakes and all of these things. Eight hours, that's a, that's a quick one for me. <laughs> but if you were to say, why don't you go take your book and go buy a coffee and go take an hour out of the house to do whatever you want to do but don't think about 
anyone or anything but yourself, could you do it? Could you do it? No. As a mom, I think we are programmed. We are programmed as like the the caregivers, right? Right. So you go get coffee and it's like, well, is this money we should be spending? I have permission to spend this money. Not that you need permission, but like someone has told me or given me this money. For it could coffee. go somewhere else. Right. You know, someone can give you that. So I can give you that money and say, this is what you need to go and give, spend it on. And immediately your brain goes to, well, that money could have gone somewhere else. That hour and that time could have gone to or for someone else. And on top of that, so then you're like, oh, well, you know, I'll go even just window shopping, right? That doesn't cost anything. doesn't matter if you have a million dollars in the bank, right? Like this has nothing, this has nothing to do with like being on a budget. And have everything to do with the fact that moms feel guilty when we do things for ourselves. So it's kind of in this weird gray area between the two. (laughs) (laughs) Now, from dad brain, I'm, I'm... I still have such a hard time grasping this concept because like you said one I more often than not get to be the fun parent Mm -hmm. I work out of the house so I'm used to especially with my job I have so much isolation time like I'm always Mm -hmm. by myself so I (laughs) for me it's so hard to understand where you're coming from because I'm like, yeah, here's 10 bucks, go get a Starbs and go hit the bookstore for an hour, go find a beach and read, like, just go. I got the kids, just go. So for you to say that you'll do it, but it's almost like it's begrudging and you're constantly thinking that this time and energy and money can go somewhere else. I'm just like, man, no, just go. (laughs) It's kind of... Maybe the easiest, or not easiest, but like the closest that you could ever be to it would be when we went on our trip, just the two of us. Right. And we had no communication (laughs) with our kids. Yeah. How it took some time and it took some getting used to not wanting to share or think or even feel a little bit guilty with the fact that we were experiencing this and they were not experiencing it with us. Right. No, I I totally get that because I definitely got that. And it takes some time. And then we were, you know, not that we forgot about them, but... But we were okay experiencing Alaska without them. Exactly. Exactly. So much so that we're going to go do it again. Yeah, we are. But (laughs) but it's kind of like that. On a grand scale. But you get it over everything. Right. Okay, so I I grasp that concept because I definitely felt like... Especially the first few days of that trip where I was like, no, like I want to 
like FaceTime my girls and show them all this cool stuff. We wanted to call them. We wanted to share with them. We wanted to show you know, them our food because it was so nice. <laughs> and Tinsley's totally, totally turning into a foodie. So <laughs> yeah. she would have loved it. Yeah, she would. But it's not necessarily that we wanted them with us. No. But it's the want to share experience. With. But the want to share experience and the feeling like someone important to us is being left out and they didn't have to be. Right. So, like, I can go and I can take that time and I can realize that that time, especially there are times where I need that time <laughs> and it's okay. But. But yeah, that's kind of, that's that's the closest I can probably give for you to understand how that feeling is. Right. Now, I, I wrote the tone of this episode on a completely different scale. So to, and then I came along. <laughs> so to, to bring it back to, to my original theme here. Is mom guilt is different. Mom guilt is totally different. But like, let's br- bring it back to the, like the the line here. You know what you focus on, you're going to become. Okay, so with that in mind, like what what is your take on? It's not manifestation, but it's it's your like if you focus on being a good person you'll be a good person if you focus on being Debbie Downer you know you're not going to have many friends it's <clears throat> it's no different than when Tinsley's works herself up into a tizzy and she gets sent to have some time to change her attitude and she tells me she doesn't know how to and my reply is normally this isn't necessarily something that I can teach you. It's something that you need to make the choice to do and then do it. Right. It, now, that could be a lot <laughs> of big words and to an eight-year-old, but essentially, I can't show you how to change your attitude. At some point, everyone comes to the where you just have to start doing it. Yeah, you do it or you stay stuck in your hole. <laughs> and I believe that that's true. And I believe that on the opposite scale, sometimes you need to feel some really hard feelings. And that's also acceptable. 100%. Oh, yeah. No, like none of this is for me to say that. No, no, no. I wasn't like, I wasn't accusing that way. But it's like, it's okay to, you know, in your boxes analogy, if sometimes you want to pick up that really heavy dark box for a little bit and just wallow in it for a second, that's okay too. Yeah, I mean, I I don't want to discount that. Like, sometimes you just got to feel what you feel. Mm-hmm. Like, that, you can't know light without dark. Exactly. You can't know the highest of highs without experiencing lows. And you can't just... And I think, like, it's really easy to just be, like, choose joy. And as everyone knows, I am, like, (laughs) the first person (laughs) to tick off a whole room of people who want to be stuck in their dark boxes. (laughs) Because I am a very positive person. And I 
don't always have the patience, I think is the best way to put it. Um, when it comes to not positive things. Yes, you are the inevitable ray of sunshine to the rest of us who have the rest of the range of emotions. It's not (laughs) uncommon for multiple people in my life to be like, that's nice, Shalane, but sometimes I just don't want your joy. (laughs) But... Guilty. (laughs) (laughs) you're not the only one though but it's one of those things where like even those snippets and you're right in choosing and the more often you choose it those little gaps that you're choosing joy become bigger and become bigger and become bigger it becomes easier to make that choice yeah, and that gapping is between those having to make that choices becomes longer. Now, I'm not saying everyone can be as joyful and positive as I am all the time. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, I can be a real downer sometimes, guys. Yeah, but like I said, you can't know one without the other. Yeah. You you don't know what joy is unless you've experienced some type of pain in your life. Because there's no comparison to it. There's no juxtaposition to to be like, no, this is just normal. Or is this like truly a high, right? If I was just a happy person and knew nothing but happiness and joy and easy and whatever, it would almost be meaningless. Be your baseline. Yeah. Yeah. We, we can't know what true joy feels like without having experienced something that is not that. Right? Like, you, you you can't know what happiness is if that's just your normal. Yeah, exactly. Right? Then it's just there. I guess it, I really do just need to, to double back on on the fact that you can be whatever type of person you want to be if if you're normal if you're if where you feel yourself to be true is just you know generally a melancholy person that's okay but what this all is to say is that you don't have to be held back by your past You don't have to feel shame from your past, your decisions you made 15 years ago. They don't have to define you today. Exactly. And I think that's like, that's where therapy comes in. (laughs) Seriously, (laughs) betterhelp.com forward slash the Fiendster Zoo. Uh, Because I feel like unless you have a positive, maybe positive isn't the right word. I'm going to use it anyway. Unless you have a positive sounding board to work through to work through any of that. And it doesn't even have to be something that you think needs to be worked on. But you can't those are the types of things that you can't work on by yourself. Yeah. And there is a line that can be crossed even with working on those types of things 
like just with your spouse. Yeah. Sometimes you need a third party. Yeah. Something we've talked about in the past, though, too, is that like if you're saying that you're working on something from your past, but you're not doing anything but like trying to give it time to go away that's not working on yourself that's not working on whatever xyz issue non-issue whatever that's just ignoring it and bottling it up and it's gonna come back at some point that's gonna come back and bite you yep usually multiple times and it'll be triggered by something very small yeah so i know they're a sponsor and that's This is not actually where I intended this to go, (laughs) but if you need someone to talk to, BetterHelp Online Therapy is so affordable and so readily available. Like I said at the intro, you can talk, you can text, you can video chat, whatever you want to do, however that looks for you, please try it. If you need someone to talk to, try it or find a close friend or someone you trust a spouse but remember there is a point that that line is crossed there is like we've well we've had this conversation absolutely we have there is at some point yes your spouse needs to be in the know oh 100 they, they need to know what's going on but it's not your position to call me out or to hold me accountable on some things when it's like working through something. Yeah. Now, never lie to your spouse. Never put up that wall. At some point, they should know what you're working through, but it doesn't always have to be them first. There are some traumas that should be worked out with a professional before you take that to maybe not before you take that to your spouse but during during a note that there's a line is all i'm trying to say there's a weird gray line there's a weird gray line and i'm sure there's something that i'm not thinking about and by all means call me out on it if you think differently the fiendster zoo facebook group instagram wherever call me out on it if i'm wrong i will put out a whole new episode about why I'm wrong and it but please I don't I don't want to mislead or guide someone down the wrong path and I am no professional by any means but long story long rant short talk to someone and that's the thing is it just needs to start with someone that you trust and I think that's where like you and I come into you know, a spouse is a great way, but sometimes that's not always the best not way. Not always the best way. And I constantly, okay, I have this like memory. I don't know if it's of someone telling me or reading back when I was a teenager about, well, basic relationships. Um, essentially saying, you know, it's one thing, and we've talked about like this before, how it's like, completely unacceptable this is a black zone right you do not trash talk or bring your fights out like with your spouse or with your partner to someone else right that's where it crosses so in this more teeny bopper teeny bopper terminology 
it's like the it's crossing into the gossip, right? However, it is okay to have one person and it always be the same one person that you trust outside of said relationship to be a confidant. And I always remember that as being like, you know, that's where it's like, it's acceptable. You have someone to trust. It's okay to talk to someone outside of that relationship. That is, that is okay. And I'm not saying that in just a, you know, when, you know, there's whatever issues or whatever in the relationship. I'm just saying like, in general, it is okay (laughs) to have someone random that's just that you trust that's part of your friend circle or not part of your friend circle. Pick whatever colored circle you want. (laughs) Pick someone. (laughs) Talk to them. The houseless guy on the corner who I talk to on the way to work, you know. It's a <laughs> no, I don't know, but I do, and I have that memory from like I don't know. I was probably like sixteen, seventeen. If it was not before my first relationship, it was like just into it. So I think I probably read a book that was saying that, and it's just been one of those things that's always stuck with me. Where it's like it's okay if as long as it's that one same person that you know that you trust to be your sounding board yeah and i and i agree with that like you're always my number one that's easy but but we have an anomaly relationship we do but i do have my best friend who i can talk to about any and everything and what i love about him is he will call me on my crap if I'm in the wrong, it'd be like, hey, you know, this is bugging me. Like, I just needed to, whatever, get this off my chest. And he'll let me do it. And in a loving way, he's going to be like, Spencer, you're wrong. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, dang it. Let me call my mom. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, like he, I trust him implicitly. And he's always been there. I've known him since I was in like grade five, grade six. Like he's known me through all of my hooliganism and all through all of everything and he was there for our wedding and he was that he's been part of our our lives in our married life for the past nine years so he knows the ins and outs of our relationship Mm -hmm. but it doesn't have to be someone like that either it doesn't have to be but that's the easiest place for it yes 100 percent. someone who knows you inside and out because Mm -hmm. you tell them pretty much everything yep it's okay to have a safe space yeah and i think like women especially like i process things externally externally yeah so i will sit in a dark room and brood for (laughs) however long it takes me to run through every possible scenario and every possible whatever whereas you need someone to talk to and we'll get the same job done but in very different ways yeah Exactly. Yeah. But it really boils down to... It boils down to the same points. I mean... We can be wrong. We can be right. Whatever. But, like, guilt and shame are part of this. Oh, yeah. I made mistakes in my past that I felt shame for for years. And... Until... You know, I learned how to process things healthily as an adult through friend circles, through therapy, through whatever. 
I was able to work those from shame to guilt. From guilt, you take that knowledge and that conviction, you learn from it, and as a whole, I'm a pretty free person. Mm-hmm. It's everything that we've been talking about. It really boils down to those same points. There is freedom from oppression and no one is judging you harder than yourself. Oh, for sure. So, pick up your happy box. (laughs) (laughs) Grab a coffee. Don't feel guilty. Right? Grab a Starbucks. Go for a walk. Go do some window shopping. Go to a bookstore. Find a beach somewhere. I recommend the west coast of Canada. (laughs) And Learn to forgive. Yeah, learn to forgive yourself. Life will get better. I think that's where we sign off. Okay. Any closing thoughts? Mm -mm. Awesome. Again, thank you guys for taking this time to spend with us. So appreciate that you've given me some of your valuable time. Again, if you've got any thoughts on any of this or topics you want us to cover... Just like last episode, that was a, a topic that was given to me by a coworker. But throw them at me either at the Facebook group on or at the Fiendstra Zoo on Facebook or the Fiendstra Zoo on Instagram, Twitter. I'm pretty much everywhere. Um, feel free to give me a shout. Let me know what you're thinking. But for now, thank you again. We love you guys. God bless. <laughs>